And it's time, Will. It's time. After, uh, did you have your tickets booked? Because I, I had my tickets booked. Yeah. Oh yes. It was the end of the month. It was literally start of whatever month. Big COVID. Whatever the start of that month was. No time to die was the end of that month. Cineworld. I think it was literally two days or something. Cineworld released their tickets. <laughs> and then two days later, um, uh, COVID and all that. And here we are two years later or something. Um, and it's time for No Time to Die. Um, I think I've got, we're going to go for nine minutes, general thoughts, spoiler free for any okay. of you who have tuned in. Uh, and haven't read the title um, of our video. Um, well, no, actually, I'm not going to title it spoilers. Uh, I want to get into the algorithm, and I don't want people <laughs> who do want spoilers, I don't want spoilers to not click. We're going to do nine minutes, general general thoughts, uh, spoilers-free. Um, if you do want a, a full spoiler-free, I, I've released my written spoiler-free review over on our blog. Follow all the links, mm. follow all the links. Um I purposely said to Will, I said, you're not, I don't want to talk to you at all until the podcast. So I have no idea what he actually thought. I have, no, I got one reaction, which your first reaction, no, I'm not going to say that reaction, actually, because that's, I think, will give way to something uh, larger. Um, I'm going to, I don't usually read my own reviews when I, <laughs> but I'm going to, um, I'm going to just read this. At the end of every review, I do a summary. They're the bits that I read. A nine out of ten that is in so many ways, that in so many ways is the best a Bond can be. Craig gives us the best Bond performance any of these films have ever contained. And overall, Fukunaga has brought something rather tremendous to the series for this closing entry for Craig. A sense of weight. No Time to Die really does manage to be sensationally well-made in its action and its drama, whilst also somehow balancing the humour and corniness of previous Bonds. There is an invisible tightrope being walked perfectly in this film between modern and classic Bond, true drama and witty banter, impactful and brutal action and enjoyable over-the-top gadgets. I've said it twice in this review already, but I'll say it once more. This really is the best a Bond can be. Although Casino Royale is a close second, striving in its simplicity, this is most likely the best Craig entry, and frankly, in my opinion, one of the best entries of all time. Will, what were your general thoughts of No Time to Die? I thought it was spectacular. Um, I mean, I, I, the, the biggest sort of smile on my face was given by the fact that it was worth the delay. There was the worst thing that could have happened was all of these delays, and then it was another quantum. 
I nobody in the world is more surprised by how much I genuinely, completely sincerely adored No Time to Die than me. I this I assure you, it's become not a running joke. It's become a bit of a running joke on the podcast. I mean, we've got podcasts coming out after this point, which we say multiple times. I can't wait for No Time to Die if we maybe <laughs> if we've even seen it by then. So it has become a bit of a running joke. But, and so you might think that this great love of the film, and it is a love now, I've seen it twice, uh, I saw it again yesterday, um, this great love of the film is perhaps Stockholm Syndrome or some form of, it has to be good, it has to be good. But as Will knows, I will never pretend to like a film. And after re-watching Spectre on Friday, a movie which on the podcast I've always said I rather enjoyed, that's because I was desperately sick that day and was watching a dodgy copy. Spectre is a very, very dull film with an absolutely terrible twist. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the, the good that this does for Spectre for me, um, in whether it be in, in, in character, um, whether it be in plot, mainly not mentioning the fucking stupid brother thing. The most stupid thing. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. And I, I thought this is tremendously stupid, uh, Inspector. Um, overall, Will, it's very, very, very early days. Hmm. Does this top Skyfall for you? It doesn't. It doesn't for me. But it sure does top everything else. This is at least um, my second favourite Bond at the minute. Um, and if not on par, I would say with Skyfall. But yeah. I'm still reserving my love for Skyfall at that top place. In broad strokes, I mean, there are so many, so many ways in which I prefer this to Skyfall, but we will go into every single one of them. Um, like, literally, I had the first talk conversation with somebody who didn't like Bond last night, uh, which is previous future guest, Ava Robinson. Um, and it's not that she didn't like it, it's that she was just underwhelmed by everything. So, and she... And then she revealed that Spectre is probably her favourite. So that was its own conversation. <laughs> um, but I, I, I know, again, I can only reiterate, nobody is more surprised. I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely think this is, not, if not a perfect film, definitely a nine out of ten. It's two hours, it's... Typical Tom review, I've said this so many times when it comes to long movies, it's two hours 46, doesn't feel it. I don't know exactly. what I'd cut. Yeah, I'd like to add to that. I've read a lot of review, reviews saying, oh, it's too long, it's too long. It, sorry, I don't know that one. I'm sorry, sorry about that. Um, sorry, Alexa. <laughs> no, but... I, <laughs> it'd be funny if Alexa all. just immediately said the biggest spoilers of the film and ruined <laughs> this. Sorry, Will. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's. I'd say the only um, the only bit that felt a bit long to me was the first five minutes, uh, and I'll try and do this without spoilers. We went to see it at Meta Hall, uh, and oh, uh, nice. about five minutes in, and uh, there's a scene that opens the the movie that's quite quite tense. There is a return to a scene that we've heard mentioned in Spectre. Yes, um, and about five minutes in, 
screen goes black. Whoa, what's this all about? Lights come up. Um, and then there was that strange scene for about 10 minutes where it was just a black screen. Uh, how did that feel for you? Did that, did that feel long? Then, then, and then the man came in and said, sorry about this, guys. We've had a few technical... Oh, issues. right, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Last Jedi happened and there was the explosion of the starship and the sound cuts out, which is obviously just a nice choice to emulate space. And all, I don't know which idiot started complaining to Cineworlds, but all over there were these big pictures, that these big posters that said, at around an hour and 40, there is an explosion and the sound cuts out. This is an artistic choice. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, fuck Ryan Johnson or whatever, and your artistic choices. <laughs> Um, it's like a big thing with trigger warnings in the theatre. I went to watch All oh, My yeah. Sons, one of the greatest plays of all time. And it, like, very clearly on the doorway in, it says, There are gunshots in this. It was like, What? The, it's not a war drama. If you say that there's gunshots, that's a pretty big spoiler. But anyway, yeah. I understand that trigger warnings are there for very specific reasons and very worthy reasons. Loud um, noises would have been a better description. Yeah. Sort of ruining. The finale of the film. Uh, play, <laughs> play, <laughs> play. Um, I got a free just... ticket out of it though. You got a free? Free and the next thing I see, oh. it, I can see for free. Oh, very I'll good. go see it again. I was going to say I will definitely be seeing this uh, at least once more before yeah. the um, before I'll, uh, leave cinema. I'll take the family to see it. It's yes, I've been uh, literally. I've become No Time Stone's biggest poster boy. I keep messaging everybody, going, "No, oh, Bond's really good." Uh, you know, <laughs> all my family. Uh, I say, "No, no, 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 Mum. It's definitely worth a date night. You'll like it." Because even my mum's not the biggest Bond fan, but I don't. I am. Um, I. I don't know how. I. I was so taken aback by my conversation with Ava last night because I don't know how anybody couldn't enjoy this movie. And frankly, <laughs> we're going to get into things with spoilers. I think I there are extended right. This is okay. This isn't a spoiler. I think this is the best action any Bond film has ever had. Absolutely, absolutely. If you want to go Skyfall against this, rewatching Skyfall, which I did again last week, the pretty fun Istanbul yeah. motorbike sequence. Every time it cuts to Daniel Craig. It is so painfully obvious he's on a green screen and it looks terrible. I believe that was one of my changes when we did Skyfall. It's literally a one-to-one -one in No Time to Die. There is an extended motorbike sequence. Absolute, absolutely flawless. I, I not a lick. I mean, there obviously is some C there is CGI all over this film, but it's seamlessly done. It's seamlessly done and it gives the film a real weight and a real impact and it's very refreshing to see a bullet land on bond and to see him actually hurt i mean we get you know in and not just in a you know vesper lind we're going to sit in a shower for 10 minutes <laughs> and then i'm going to be absolutely fine sort of way again i love i love casino royale but to see things actually hurt like he's limping you know, for for a good five minutes at a, at a period of this film, and it's refreshing. It's very refreshing, and I and um, I think it's rather rather excellent. Um, let's talk spoilers, everybody. Uh, 
<laughs> if you want any more spoiler-free uh, th thoughts, there is the uh, written review over the blog, and I talk a little bit more about the performances overall. Um, I'm going to put a pin in the biggest thing. I'm okay. not going to let us talk about the biggest <clears throat> thing for a while. That, that's fine. That's fine. However, the start of the biggest thing um, starts very early with um, we have all the time in the world. And the minute that uh, uh, Hans Zimmer bringing that into yeah. the score, <laughs> I thought, oh, <laughs> like I was so naive. The first watch, um, I thought, oh, I love that they know Bond. I love yeah. that it's a Bond literate film. Little did I know. Um, 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 yes, no. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not going to pin anything. This is the most emotionally devastating yeah. film. Oh. I cried both times. Yeah. I, I cried even more this morning, uh, yesterday morning. And I think it's one particular thing. The first watch, he dies. And in the second watch, he didn't for some reason. Yeah, it's really strange. The it's like Clue when they sent different endings to um, and <laughs> uh, this is reportedly the reason why, or at least it's rumored to be the reason why Danny Boyle wasn't interested. There's ah. been lots of stuff at whether you know, lots of reports saying Danny Boyle wanted a more realistic plot, we wanted it to be about Russia and stuff. Yes, um, and then there's another rumor that this is the biggest reason why. Um, I think it was a tremendously well done and devastating finale. Uh, I don't think there was a lick of sweetness or melodrama in it. I thought Craig and Sidhu were phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> I think, um, and, and, and my biggest thing why I cried more yesterday was because the whole time I watched it the first time, during that lovely, again, lovely and very well done and very well delivered by Fine's eulogy scene. Yes. I hoped it wasn't going to be the case, but all I kept expecting was somebody poured me a whiskey. I just thought, <laughs> even though I saw him get fucking blown apart, yeah. all I had was fucking the image of Ralph Fiennes going to an Italian cafe and looking over and seeing... I, I had a dream. I had a dream. I had a dream, Mr. Bond. All I could, all I kept seeing was yeah. he's going to go he's going to go to an Italian cafe and and, and um, he's yeah. going to see Matilda with Dodo. He's like, oh, they made another Dodo. Oh wait, and then Craig goes out. But, I really wanted him to read um, the Judy Dench poem from Skyfall. That'd have been a bit much. Well, <laughs> do, do, what did you want him to say? Uh, this worked fine last time. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes, three great eulogies. Oh, the Skyfall yeah. one. The, even the one in Spectre, where he's like, it is the um, prerogative of glass to break. Perhaps it is the prerogative of a spy to um, end, or whatever he says. A nice little eulogy. Obviously, this is from You Only Live Twice. Again, that Bond literacy. It yeah. knows its history. Um, and of course, it ends with uh, we have all the like literally the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, they're gonna do it, aren't they? They're gonna yeah. play it over the credits. Oh, play it, please play it, please play it. That Dude. was when the tears came in for me. As soon as Louis Armstrong came in, I I went, I went. 
I was crying to such an extent yesterday. I had to sit through the entire credits. Yeah. Um, it was just me and um, the two middle-aged women in front of me left. All of us were <laughs> tremendously crying. Like, literally, when the missiles landed, the mm. right woman went, oh! Because this is my biggest thing. What do I say in all of these fucking reviews we do about Batmans and your Bonds and all these Marvel movies? You know that nobody's going to die, yeah. but you feel like they could. It was so... Maybe I'm a sick bastard, but I love that he died. It's, it's sort of a, how can you top the last Bond? What, what do we do this time? Kill him. And it works. Yeah, but see, that's coming. See, that sounds rather cynical to me. <laughs> that sounds rather like, how can we top, you know, how can we top it? Yeah. Whereas this felt completely narratively fine. Yes. Completely unsentimental and unmelodramatic to say the stakes and everything. Again, I, I, I'm, I'm amazed by how well yeah. this film it's, works. Uh, so to build more on the plot, so obviously he's been poisoned, if you will, by um, a sort of DNA Lucifer setting. weapon. Setting. And he knows if he touches anyone now, that some way it's going to work its way into spoilers. His his child. Well, that's the thing. All the reviews, all the reviews were, this is a very emotional ending, uh, a very emotionally affecting. It was like always. Every review was a great thrilling action with a surprisingly emotional ending. So the minute the child came, I thought, oh, that's the ending. We're going to get Dark Knight Rises. He's going to walk off with Matilda, yeah. Madeleine, Madeleine. Madeline, Madeline, and Matilda. Um, and James. And James, Madeline, and Matilda, <laughs> and James. And um, oh, that, that, oh, that's going to be it. That's going to be the ending. And then ooh, fucking Rami Malik. I am fed up with people saying that Rami Malik's a bad villain. He's the best villain. No, he's not. But he's like, he, he fucking actually killed him. He didn't just yeah. silver. He just, just gets yeah. stabbed in the back and go, and then the brutal moment where James stands up and shoots him. Oh, phenomenal. Great. Phenomenal. Um, Talking to Q. Oh. How do you get it off? You know as well as I do, James. That you... Oh, no. The minute that Q... Re I, I yeah. mean, oh. we can't really do specific favourite parts because, uh, you know, I haven't... Well, I couldn't I, but, write notes in the cinema. But after... <laughs> I tried. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, I did nearly bring my pad this second morning, but I thought if it's full again, I'm not being that yeah. fucking guy. Um, but um, one of my specific favorites is talking to Q and Q realizing yeah. Q realizing and can you patch can you patch Madeline through please? And go, yes, of course, of course, of course, James, of course, James. This is for Madeline. And then Wishaw does the whole um, he does the breathing cry, uh, which was very affecting. Um, he's a great, great man, and he's having a lovely date. But he does have hairless cats. He, he does. Um, is this our first openly gay cue? Yes, of course it is. It's not fucking Bernard Cribbins, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you not remember when Bernard Cribbins says, I'm off, oh, I'm off cruising later, Bond. <laughs> I'm off to heaven. Yeah. Oh, like, um, well, in, in, well, in this final appearance, he does have that awkward... <laughs> going down into the floor moment, which is very touching and very affecting. And I'm sorry, Die Hard Bond fans who think I'm 
besmirching the name of Bernard Cribbins. Let's have a quick chat about Bond to come, because obviously at the end of the film, we have sort of Bond will return. Which we always do. Um, but how is it going to be played out? Uh, because obviously the, the Craig era, it's they start at Casino, his first adventure, and we really see his full span as a spy all the way to his death. And all the way, we've made these um, friends. We've, we've met the new Q. We've got M. I think the biggest thing is that we don't know yet. Yeah. They know that they're not searching until 2022, um, which I don't have a problem with. Oh, no. Um, it's, it's I think it's a, Craig. I think it's a bizarre turn of events because well, I think the biggest thing that we don't know yet is whether they're going to keep um, all the people that we've met. Yes, of because, of course, Judy Dench did multiple yeah. bonds. Uh, obviously, Q and um, and M throughout the years, there was lots of overlaps. Well, I, oh, go this on. This Q in particular has a special relationship with Bond, and when they grow together, they learn things. Would he interact with the new Bond in the same way, pretending? I, I think it's going to be cut cloth, um, cut cloth fabric. I think everybody's going to be. Everyone's due. Yeah, I think that's the way they can go. And because um, all we've had is Barbara Broccoli talk about it's it's going to be a British man. James Bond is a British man, um, which, which I, I have no problem. I don't want to get into some sort of large conversation about who Bond can be, because, yeah. it's, it, you know, let's, you know, it's like making Pinocchio. Um, uh, I don't know. Something other than a puppet. Um, but the... Not your finest. No, it's not your finest work, Chris. <laughs> But um, yes, Barbara Broccoli has done this whole, and I feel like she's getting ahead of the curve of the, uh, yeah, racist opinions that are going to come from yeah, Bond's dead and we got this black lass. I feel like that she is just getting ahead of yeah. that horrible wave of criticism that is going to come to bear when people watch when when the mass majority of people watch this film because obviously it it it, it is setting it up for um, Naomi. Uh, sorry, Nomi, not Naomi, uh, to take the mantle. However, yeah. I think there's a very particular word choice in James Bond will return. Yes, that, I, it, it didn't say double so it said James Bond will return. And I liked Nomi in this, and I liked the whole 007 back and forth and the banter around that, yeah. and eventual drama around that. Um, and I thought I like that... Until, uh, what time is it? Don't, don't. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I, I I want to just I want to literally go through the entire film. Let's do it from start to finish. Wikipedia. Let's see what we can remember. Because it, it we haven't really written notes to this, so it will be a lot of the time was just talking through the plot and then me going, oh oh yeah, and that happened early about ten minutes ago that I've just remembered. Yeah. Uh, no time to die. There's just no time to die. Love that song. I, you know what, and I really liked it as the their theme. Yes, no, that's the, the parts I liked it most. I preferred it when it was Zimmer orchestrated. Uh, somebody's there's somebody at the door. Hi guys, welcome to my um opening, my opening video. I order a lot of DVDs, so I don't know which ones this is gonna be. Uh, let's have a look. Oh my god! Oh, such a nice plastic. Um, oh, okay. Oh, it's gonna be. Oh, it's, there's something about Mary on Blu-ray. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, and it's got it's got um, a picture of Cameron Diaz on the intro. 
Oh, that's so cool. And it's such a, like a slim, oh my, it includes multiple commentaries. Oh, it's, oh my, I love this movie, man. I'm so happy I got it on Blu-ray. Okay, guys, like and subscribe. I th I preferred it when it was Zimmer orchestrated. <laughs> for, all, for our audio listeners who didn't, didn't realize that I took a break, I'm not a schizophrenic. Uh, we paused and then, um, yes, anyway. I preferred it when it was Zimmer orchestrated and I think it's a fine song, but even the film knows that it, it, it can't... The, the theme for No Time to Die is we have all the time in the world again. It's yeah, not No Time to Die. Um, yeah. You know, No Time to Die is a fine song, Billy. I, I don't like Billy Eilish's quality. I, I don't like the quality of her voice. I don't oh, like I the whole Billie thing. Eilish. I'm sorry, I'm not in. I I'll, like. I'll... I think she's an incredibly talented person. Um, and I think to be given a Bond theme at her age is a big thing uh, and I think she's done incredibly well and I think it it stands up against the top half of the Bond songs along with one of my favourites um... it's one of my favourites I if don't know it save a life will you oh what was that song Chris Cornell. No, that's an incredible. No, that's great. I love that. I love. Yeah. that's why I say. That's why I was singing it. It's one of my favourites. Yeah, but that's not how it goes. It's. Oh, is it not? No, man. Da, 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 da. If you say the. Um. Welcome to me and Will's new podcast. Uh, humming songs. <laughs> it's nowhere near no time to die. Uh, no, oh. uh, it's nowhere. No, it's nowhere near. Uh, you know my name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, another time to die. I believe it's called. Uh, no, that's. Uh, I'm wrong. That's quantum. Yeah, Jack White and who else? Um, Alicia Alicia Keys? Keys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I could. My. You could have a machete pointed at my mother. And I couldn't sing you a refrain. Like a Casino of, Royale. Like a Casino Royale. And I could not sing you. I could be in Le Chief's bowl chair and I could not sing you a single fucking line of Alicia Keys and Jack White's theme to Quantum of Solace. <laughs> I know that it, the villain's called Dominic Green, but that's just a meme. And it's never what you see. <laughs> um, okay. So... We open, which you alluded to, yeah. basically just a little horror sequence. Yeah. And it's wonderfully it's affecting. Um, yes, I was sat next to an old woman on the first watch and she did not like this at all. Oh, oh. not the ice. Oh, oh not the ice. <laughs> and um, yes, I, I, I thought it was very, very well done. Uh, Carrie Joji Fukunagua, um, as a director, obviously. I, I, I often say lost years of his life, but that's not fair. Mm. Um, it was supposed to make it, and he was going to make it dark and closer to the book, not that close to the book. Um, but he was, and then obviously Andy Muschietti came in and blah, 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 blah. 
and then this happens uh, and he gets bombed. And, and obviously he does Beast of No Nation, which I thought was okay. Uh, but uh, his best film is probably still the first season of True Detective. <laughs> and uh, his Jane Eyre is very good as well. That's the Judy Dench, Michael Fassbender one. Oh. Which is very good. Um, so having just watched Spectre, uh, it is typical glaring issue that when she, she says, um, he didn't know I kept sticking with the bleach. Uh, she doesn't say, he then pulled me out of the ice uh, and saved me. Um, but overall, I thought it was a very, very effective opening. And from the offset, I was like, oh, this is shot really well. This yeah. is really well made. Oh, was, oh, I mean, we can get a, a bit later on, you know, when he he's in the Aston uh, and he has to stop because they're all surrounding him and it pans out and the to the bells, the bells, the bells. Uh, I, I just made a big chuckle. People looking at, why is he laughing? What? What's? It's just a bell. I was like that. My favourite part of the entire opening sequence was the fact that Wallace and Gromit and the wrong trousers was playing on the television. I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's. <laughs> I did, and I've only seen it once. You need was... more medicine. You need your medicine. Oh. that was very funny. <laughs> would actually, like, would you like a drink? Yes. <laughs> Pour some wine. No, no, it was, do you want your medicine? No, she goes, I'm thirsty. She goes, come in, mama. Do you want your medicine? Yes. Cut to the wine, which was a, a, just a very funny gag. Um, it was a funny film in general. This is hilarious. Very, 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 very well toned. Yeah. I, I, again, I refer to my opening, uh, opening statement. It manages to balance absolutely everything. Yeah. To... An insane proportion, um, you know, uh, to a ridiculous level. It is a perfect film. It's, it's very good. Um, yeah, so she flees onto the uh, ice. My biggest question is, how old is Rami Malek supposed to be? No, no I well, that it, it's he ages incredibly well, and I want to know where he gets his cream. Um, but I, I think it's you can put it down to the fact that he is scarred and sort of. That would stay; it wouldn't change. So yeah, I know that, but he looks like a twenty-year-old boy in in like the what what the the forty year like five years plus Leosidu's age. I I I I thought they should have hired a younger actor. Yes, and then have him go. Tell me, maybe they they should have had a child actor play. The opening scene so they were kids to start with and they grew up it would be nice to have given a chance before you were in the game <laughs> um yes I, I i think you're spot on it should have been a child yeah. and link them even further then um, we get we get that the whole that strange five minutes of exposition that they had to cram in there for script's sake uh, when they were like oh this is him as a child I think that child actor should have been him. But again, I thought that was rather interesting exposition. I thought it was like, oh, it wasn't just like, oh. Well, always did find a hiding place. Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> and also, it wasn't on him uh, for that shot, which makes me yeah. think it was ADR. And it's like, oh, <laughs> Kerry Muganaga was just going, fuck, we didn't say anything about another hiding room. <laughs> um, but the, uh, I, I, Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed this opening. Um, I think it should have been a child. 
And uh, but I actually enjoyed the exposition later because it was interesting exposition. It was like they were the poisoners of Spectre, and he used the own his own poison, and then, oh. and then it wasn't my just like oh, say again. My father had a garden, my and father. he liked to grow he liked to grow poison plants there. Oh, Would you like yeah. to see them? Come here, come here, my daughter. I lost my daughter. My daughter. <laughs> um, my father. I just want to be tidier. Oh, it's great. Oh, I, I, I really I, like Robbie. We found another Bond to quote, and it's great. Um, I just want to be tidier. I think he was exceptional. Um, because yeah. I'm, I'm not, to be honest, usually a Rami Malik fan. No, uh, I think Rami Malik. I've talked multiple times yeah. on this show about how Bradley I've Cooper over Rami Malik any day. I've not seen Mr. Robot. I, I hear he's good in that. Yeah, by all accounts, great show. From what I've seen, the best performance I've seen Rory Mallet in so far is the Night at the Museum series, mm. where I think he's brilliant. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> uh, really Not only how stuffy it is in there. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, but I think the only reason maybe why uh, Safin isn't as, as potent as maybe we'd like is because he gets lost a bit and then appears for the final. Yes. He is, a, he is a faceless threat... Pardon the pun. And that works very well from a ominous mystery point yeah. of view, but it doesn't really work well from a plot. It's, it was, um, Harry was telling me, he thought the minute you bring Christoph Waltz's Blofeld back, it, it overshadows it entirely. And I, no, I, think... I thought that was pure Lecter. I thought we were sound <laughs> to the lambs. I thought, I mean, obviously Lecter, obviously yeah. Lecter, but. Um, <laughs> Obvious, but I I felt um, that uh, it was just Silence of the Lambs. We need to talk to Christoph Waltz to get Rami Malik. <laughs> I, th- I I thought that that was so. I think a couple again. This film doesn't need to be any longer, but um, I thought a couple more scenes with Malik throughout. Yes, would have suited. I, I think they chose the right time for him um, to meet uh, Leo Sadu. However, yeah. Um, yeah, it just something, something, scenes of him pottering around, maybe just so we still know he's there. Yeah, uh, I think it was Commode who said um, that it was felt very episodic, and I agree. I do feel it feels episodic. However, it doesn't feel disjointed or, mm. or as I say, overlong. Yeah, uh, which I think is the biggest thing when it comes to episodic films. Sometimes is that. Um, it's you're in and out, and then it's like, oh, this is the Ana de Armas for twenty minutes scene, which oh. talk about the um, and the Cuba and all of that, yeah. And then it's like, oh, now we're in, okay, now because bonds have always been like that. That's the nature of the globe trotting thing. However, I do feel everything blended seamlessly, seem almost see, painfully seamless. My yeah. biggest worry, I mentioned this in the review. My biggest worry was when the screenplay. Uh, title card came up and it was four different people credited to story and five different people credited to the screenplay and I thought oh no <laughs> I am amazed yeah by how of one voice it does genuinely feel you know there's been lots have, of stuff oh sorry go on so speaking of title cards um I we're both very I know you have a bigger thing of it than me but there was not a single um, London 
Of, yes, again. The yes, only cut there was was the five years later. Yep. And it was and lovely. Was oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was not a single city title card. It did lead to some confusion when we went to Leah Sidhu's house. I was like, where is this? Is this <laughs> Ireland or is it Iceland? Um, and then he looked at his phone and it says Norway. I was like, when did he, when did you fly to Norway, Bond? Um, but um, no, I, again, thoroughly. I yeah, I forgot that there weren't any of those. Um, very refreshing. Mm. You know, CIA headquarters. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> Fucking hate that. Well, you know how much I hate that. Um, even though uh, Silence of the Lambs does have it. Um, but that's just quickly in the corner and it's just there. Um, and then they leave by the end. They leave by the end because yeah. he knows to focus on the action. We don't need to know that they're in Norway. It's there on the phone later on if you need it after he peels just the peel for her. Like, yes, that was an interesting. I, I thought he was peeling the apple, ready to chop it up and give her an apple. <laughs> then he just gives her an apple peel. <laughs> Maybe they cut the moment where Leah Sidhu goes, oh, no, 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 she wants the apple. She wants the apple. <laughs> and he's like, is that is that tasty? Is that yeah, good? Tasty. Mm. Not bad. <laughs> um, I feel like it was... Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, you little shit. It's like, uh, no, but James, no, James. James, maybe you should have given the actual apple. Yeah, James, James, please stop James. swearing. It's not mine. If it was mine, I'd care. <laughs> no, no, James, I was lying because James, we are trying to save lying. the world. Yeah, we were, try we're trying to save the world. I don't want to tell you now, but it's obviously yours, James. <laughs> There's a scene later on and he's, he's peeling an apple. You know, I only eat the, the peel as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it doesn't. I enjoyed that it A, it didn't have that, yeah. and B, it didn't have like him peeling the apple and then um, him going, and that like the kid going, no, mummy peels it like this. And he's like, I don't know how to deal with children. <laughs> I, mean, <you> know, <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, children. It's like, it's, it's not like he's not fumbling. Or, yeah. You know, it's, and I think that could have been a very easy. Thank God it's not in it, but a very easy bit of comedy of, yeah. ooh, Bond's the best man in the world, but he can't handle a child. <laughs> I thought, thank God that wasn't in. Uh, speaking of the multiple, multiple uh, screenwriters, lots of people have been talking about Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and there's now been this second wave of criticism uh, saying, you know, it's, it's sexist to just presume that all she did was, all she was allowed to do was write for the female characters. Obviously, apparently she had a big hand in the plot. Um, if she was as she has been marketed to be, this final glue, bringing this script together, more power to her. Mm. I mean, obviously she's incredible. Job. Yeah. She's incredible as she is. There um, was a lot of um, Waller Bridgisms as well that you could, you knew she wrote that comedy line. She wrote, yes, I feel like, because I feel like that's going to be the third wave of the criticism, because now there's the second wave of criticism oh. saying every time there's a joke a woman makes, in the film, it's definitely a bridge. However, I don't think some of that criticism isn't warranted because there are a lot of it. Like, yeah. like I think, as we talked about, it's a very, very funny film. Mm. You know, like multiple, multiple laughs in this film. Yeah. yeah. I've got something to show you. Another child. Uh, <laughs> big, big laugh. Big it's laugh crazy. both times. One. <laughs> um, not as big a laugh as your father loved secret rooms. Um, big Mr. White. Big Mr. White uh, <laughs> reference there. Uh, let's move on. We've got so much film to talk about. Then we've got 
Um, it's not honeymooning, but it's no. Where, where are they again? It doesn't say. Uh, the Acropolis. Yes, Matera, Italy. Um, absolutely phenomenal from start to finish. Oh, it's so, great. It's great. It's very sexy, and they're having a great time. Yeah. And I also like that um, Leah Sidhu is a very, very attractive woman, and so if you put her in a uh, full cape and Batman costume, she will look attractive. But I like that, you know, she was, like, wearing her top and, and like, stuff like that. It wasn't... Obviously, there's the glamorous um, Bridget... Ba it's not Bridget Bardell, is it? I think it's Bridget... No, Catherine Deneuve. Uh, you know the the beautiful blonde um, with the with the uh, sheet slightly pulled up. We obviously we have that more moment the morning after, but all throughout there was just a delicacy and lack of, and there was a, again a realism to the sex in this. Uh, uh, you know when he when she throws him against the wall and he lets out a little giggle like that is the sort of stuff. That obviously happens in real life. We, you can sort of attack the entire film with the word realism. This was the most real. To, to say that this is still contemporary Bond, that it felt like it was the biggest nod to classic Bond we've had that works perfectly in a contemporary setting. And it was real. It wasn't just James Bond, the double O. It was James Bond, the person. Mm. Uh, and it was almost this incredible relationship character study thrown into the world of espionage. And it was it worked perfectly. It's sublime, uh, I believe is the word. <laughs> um, I, see, this is my biggest thing, and I don't want to rail you for your love of Skyfall. You had changes for Skyfall. What would your changes be here? I, Tom, I, think I know, I know, I know. We're on the first. I know we're in first watch territory. Yeah. I know I'm bullying you. Uh, <laughs> you always do. <laughs> but like, yeah, I. I Anyway. At what point does uh, Safin go, are you getting warm in... Are you getting... That is true. Safin <laughs> never says that. However, he does say, tired the He does say my second favourite line in the film, um, I've brought in memory box. And then Madeline goes, yes, that, that's good. Sometimes objects in therapy do... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the rude receptionist. He looks weird. <laughs> it's like, you can't say that. It was like, you should know not to say you're yeah. a receptionist in a psychiatric unit. <laughs> um, so we go to the Acropolis, yes. Uh, and suddenly we're into this Vesper plot. Um, mm. I think this film does a, again, another thing that this film does spectacularly well is mm. with limited time, um, putting a nice, genuine uh, cap on the Vesper plot. Yes. With you know him right, forgive me. I mean that's oh Bond, you didn't do anything wrong. Nobody blames himself. He didn't save her. And then, but then again, there's no time to waste. Again, brutal explosion, the, phenomenal. The ringing sound you get in it. Oh, it was so good. It oh, it was. I'm expecting on Cineworld screens a big poster that says. It's an artistic choice that the sound buffers. <laughs> um, which leads into the... Um, my big question is, how did Blofield uh, ring that phone? Because by that time, he should be in prison. Because at the end of Spectre, he's off straight to MI6. Yeah. So is that pre-recorded? Is this part yeah. of the eye thing? I know the eye thing. Yeah, the bionic eye, yeah. Did he just say at one point, 
Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a couple of takes now. Um, okay, here's one. Oh, well done. <coughs> sorry, sorry. Let me say that again. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just get it. Let me just go on out. Let's... I'm getting a bit excited. I'm going to say like four in a row. I'm going to say four in a row. Um, oh, well done, Madeline. Your father would be proud. Okay, okay. Go for another. Go for another. Oh, hello, Madeline. He's mad as a suck of bees. He keeps... He's doing voiceover work. <laughs> when you try, when you feel... Uh... Hello, it's it's um it's M Mallory it's Mallory here. Can we try that again, please. Oh yes, <laughs> it's Mallory Fandango here. Um, yes, and again, I thought it was perf again perfectly dismantling Bond's trust. Yeah, and just killing the man inside. Um, and what and a perfect we, way to do it. We get the the wonderful motorbike chase, which you alluded to earlier, which yeah. is a better motorbike chase than Skyfall. Yeah. By far. Name a um, better action sequence in Skyfall than in this. Oh, I can't. I can't, Tom. So it's, it is purely your love of silver and the M relationship. It, it, that's what I'm clinging on to at the minute. Obviously, I need to enter second watch lands and there's a possibility it tops it. But um, yeah. And then and then we get the uh, put, you, put that your wife's already put your bags down here. And then we get into yeah. the car. Very villainly, very villainous. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he was in. Yeah, I thought as someone wife, else. As your wife requested. <laughs> she walks away. <laughs> and I love that it's, I love that, uh, you know, uh, I love that it's brutal. You yeah, know, uh, I love that he throws her to the bed. And I he, think because he's, he's covered in, in dirt course, and, yeah. and blood and he's had enough now. He's just want he wants to go. And we haven't really seen Craig. I mean, because obviously with all your Connery Bonds and Roger Moore, we're used to him slapping a few women and throwing them to a bed. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, Bond, you bastard. Yes. But we haven't really seen Craig be no. disrespectful to women in that abusive in that way. I mean, yeah. not necessarily abusive, he just well, no, it is abusive. It That's that way there. that Bond used to take advantage. Yeah, and it's so. It, 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 and again, that Craig, when his his voice trembles, yeah. How are they supposed to know it's here? And he's like, "Mercy, They don't come back from the fucking grave. Um, um, Laura, she's dead. She's dead, Laura. Um, don't go towards that dwarf. <laughs> I think a real quote in the uh, now. I'd, I like to think that Don't Look Now and the ending of Casino Royale happen at the same time chronologically. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever make a movie in Venice, there will definitely be, in my contract, I want a red dwarf in the background. I don't care if it's in the... <laughs> I don't care if it's every scene or just one, but it needs to be there. <laughs> um, that would be rather unfortunate. Julie Christie's little funeral boat got tippled over because of a crumbling building. <laughs> but yeah, no, then we go in, we get into the Aston, a wonderful chase. Yeah. Um, and then and then we end up in this sort of surrounding circle. So leading up to that, sorry, he gets the buttons out. And and the first one he uses is all of the metal spikes. There. Metal. Little little bombs. Yeah. Oh, I love uh, what was the free the goats thing? Was was a spectre agent saying, "You must free your goats now," or was that? Yeah, that was uh, yeah. Free them now, so they blocked the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Q 
kill them. I will kill you. Like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, my, my goats. My goats. <laughs> yeah, my goats. Um, and uh, yeah, so then they free the goats. And I love how close they get to just plowing those goats. And also, part of me doesn't believe really that uh, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig's Bond wouldn't just plow through all those goats. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> um, the, yeah, so we end up in this little circle. Yes. For what feels like five minutes. The, sorry, the, the relentless, brutal shooting of the wind. Because uh, Bond, he knows mm. it's bulletproof. Nothing's good, but I want to scare you because of what you made me feel. And it's. <laughs> and the close up on the, on the glass yeah. slowly giving way. And yeah. oh, and James, and James. <laughs> I would rather you die. I would rather die than let you know. <laughs> and. Just that little, all right. And then, doom, 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 doom. Let's talk about Zimmer. Obviously, we both love Zimmer. And it is, this is, as Komodo said, this is just Zimmer doing Bond. That doesn't sound like a bad sentence to me. And as we've mentioned already, incorporating elements of the scoffer on a message secret service. Uh, and this culminates in getting getting on a train and uh, sending her away, and um, you'll never know. You'll never see me again. And then, and then, but, it's hey. it's but before that, before that happens, Tom, we get the running on the train. So she's trying to keep up with him, and then, and then the train graphics come along. That yeah, almost out of graphics. nowhere, just yeah. Albert Broccoli. Um, Oh, but, uh, the broccoli fan. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, let's talk about the, the, the credit sequence in itself. I thought it was fine. Um, what was your favourite graphic of the credit sequence? I know mine. I'll go first. Three, two, one. Gun DNA. DNA. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw all these stupid fucking floating guns and I thought... This going on stupid. And then, and then, oh, is that a is that a three hundred and sixty double helix? <laughs> now I, I thought Harry, who did a, a degree in uh, in biochemistry, he and he said, "DNA's aren't made of guns. Who made this? What's this all about? You don't have guns in your blood." <laughs> um. Yes, I thought the song was fine. Again, it's not the best. In- incredibly, the first time this may have ever happened, it's not the best Bond song in the film. <laughs> Obviously, it's the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was fine and very sombre and perfectly fitting, leading us out of that. Into, um, Valdo Obrashev. Let's talk about this fucking guy. Borat's cousin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the sorry, Hugh Dennis. Hugh Dennis. <laughs> Hugh Dennis gets just like one joke. He doesn't even make the joke. No. Well, have you seen some small pox around? And, um, and then he gets shot. Like brutal, like yeah. yeah. Um I'm looking forward to five years of um mock the week where they talk about do you remember when you were in Bond and you got shot? You had one line. Yeah. Um do you remember when you nearly ru- ruined the world by releasing this chemical? 
I liked I Guy, by the way. I liked I Guy. Yes, our sort of um, Jaws esque min um, sidekick threat. Yeah. I hate that this Pickle Me has ruined minions forever. You can't say minions. minions. You can't say minion without. Banana. <laughs> I love minions, Tom. I love the minions. Wow. Um, okay, yes. Uh, what did you think of this guy? Because I thought his comedy I, I really, really annoyed me. It, yeah, it annoyed me. It it didn't feel Bond. Uh, I think that was the main reason. It was very funny. It was good to have a fumbling guy, but the fact that he had this ludicrous accent all the time. Not as the film continues, though. Like, I'm perfectly fine with a little bit of humour early on, but these are, bit, like, every a, single he's, scene... He he's would the make... leading character in the film. <laughs> yeah. Every single scene, he's, like, going, no, uh, no, 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 maybe not. Oh, what are you doing here? Whoopsie, I dropped. Let me just pick it up. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it should make yourself a bit more obvious, which obviously culminates in arguably the worst part of the film, which is, uh, I could uh, get rid of your ethnicity. I have a wonderful Africana diaspora. Right, so I want to break this down. Obviously, when we're looking at genocidal biochemistry, there is a history of the Aryan and yep. the perfection and eradicating races. Apart from one line where Q says, you could technically get rid of whole ethnicities. It is never mentioned that Malik, perhaps it's not Rami Malik's goal to, do, to go full Aryan, but there's just like no reference to it, the racism at all. And also his character, hasn't shown any signs of that. Character shown hasn't signs of it. It's completely out of the blue in that moment. They're just leaving and he's going, but he's he's not saying it. And that's another thing. And I think it's a problem with perhaps with the actor rather than the script. He's not saying it like a threat. He's saying it as another joke. Yeah. He's like, I have a perfect, it's not like I you are a you know some racist shit where he's like I your whole race you deserve to die. Yeah. And then she kicks him. It's like I have a vial of the um, African diaspora. I, you know, I could get rid of all of you. It's like, what the hell is happening? Like, you don't hear it the first yeah. time. And you go, did he just say the African yeah. diaspora? And I was like, okay, that's an interesting choice we're going with now. I think I, I'm going to put the blame on the actor, actually. I, I Originally, yeah. when I first watched it, I thought, what the fuck is this script doing? Adding and this maybe, in? maybe even slightly with a bit of direction, maybe he because he knows he's close to death now, he gets some balls and maybe grabs her and like brings her close and whispers in her eye. And then that's where she... Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, any number of things, but I'm going to put the blame yeah. on the actor for that one. Yeah. I think it's his problem because obviously in the history, you're just a long line of angry little men, obviously with referencing Hitler. And um, obviously that it's there, that, eth- that ethnic yeah. angle to genocidal uh, biochemistry. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the actor's problem. However, it does However. lead to... Do you know what time it is? Time to die. Um, it's time to die. I, I, I wonder, in a previous draft of the script, uh, he replied, no, it's time to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Very Conair. Please, sayonara. 
Uh, very <laughs> yeah I, I put in my spoiler free review I don't think Olivier could have delivered that line without laughing I think it's the fact that it's the title I'm all for a cheesy Bond one line yeah. I think I mean obviously we get one right near the end with really blew his mind um, I, I liked that and I, again it felt like a victory lap Yeah, and it's like yeah okay and also, give him time to catch his breath. Whereas I think it's the I think it is just the fact that it's the title of the movie. Yeah, it would work in any other film. Like, again, I haven't watched. I presume in *License to Kill*, he says, "Do you know what sort of Bond I am? Not what sort of Bond I, I am." I have a license to kill. Yeah, I presume that happens in that movie. But it, and then I, and then when Sean Sean Bean went. James, there's something I've never told you before. I, I have a golden eye. Not your best word. Um, um, or, uh, you know. Um, I mean, we're both um, fumbling through five minutes of jokes whilst we mentally try and figure out a way to put Octopussy into a... a <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, my first I know, thing. I know it was. I can, yeah. see your, I can see it in your eyes. Um, I think it is just the title of, I think it's the fact that it's the title yeah. of the book and it is painfully cringy yeah. uh, and we've got the, the actively annoying performance of uh, Vlad Valdo Obershev that little cockroach I like, the, I like that the film hates him as much as we do and, but I, there is a part of me that obviously it's intentional that he's that slimy and annoying however it doesn't feel wholly intentional in parts such mm. as what we just mentioned uh, so he gets kidnapped and poor Hugh Dennis gets fucking blacked. <laughs> then we go to Jamaica uh, with one of the most hilarious shots in the entire movie. Craig getting out of his boat with a big trout. The <laughs> tightest shots you've ever seen. It's little, it's little sunglasses and a gun. I mean, <laughs> absolute king. Um, oh, that's a big fart. I'm sorry, audio <laughs> listeners, if that got picked up. Sorry. Um <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, uh, yeah, no, absolute king, love bond. Yeah. This is just having a great time in Jamaica. Leaves his toothbrush outside. Don't know about that. Uh, no, he leaves it. It's it's a rain on. I like his little toothbrush holder. that he's got. I I love analog. You know what you loved. Analog. You know what you loved. His little V. You dirty bastard. <laughs> so you did enjoy the two the two middle aged women in front. Ooh, still got it. <laughs> um, yes uh, uh, very nice and then he yeah. goes out I like the little moments we do see Nomi like when we're driving past yeah. and then yes. and the nightclub one's very obvious and obviously we've seen the trailer so we we, we, we know who yeah. this person is <laughs> um, uh, but I, I, and then we meet Felix again we, we oh, get lovely man. Jeffrey Wright um, and uh, Rapunzel's Prince from Into the Woods yes Billy Magnuson who <laughs> the I don't want to say the worst name because obviously Logan Ash should be fine, but the, the way they all say it, Logan Ash. No, they don't. No, Will, that's not what they do. They all go Logan Ash, and it sounds like Logan Ash. It sounds like a chili, Logan Ash chili. It's like it's, it, they say it. Everyone, everybody says it like it's one word, Logan Ash, um, and it sounds like Logan Ash or Logan Ash, not Logan Ash. Um, I thought 
obviously Jeffrey Wright's exceptional, but I thought Billy yeah. Beckerson was very good as well. Yes, I thought he was very good. I I, I loved the obviously uh, break going forward a bit. We'll get to it at some point, but the the change in character because I'm so used to him being like in Game Night, the sort of <laughs> the same character there, the the fumbling dumb American. Uh, but he he was menacing. He had some some weight to him. And also, but I also feel on the other hand, he was the perfect second tier kind of funny villain who gets killed yeah. within the first hour and 20 before we have to get really really serious yeah i thought like i liked his little smiling thing like i liked the when yeah. when uh one of the moments i did like obershev was kicking the gun and he's like <laughs> like he, like he can't believe his look i thought that was a nice little moment and um again very very just very very well done all of these things i think will knows this and we've done what over a hundred hours the amount of things in this movie that should be things I don't like. Like, you can imagine me going, I hated him smiling. Like, that's just some, why, who would do that? But it worked. I, I think it's down to Billy Magnuson's performance, and I think it's down to Fukunaga's um, uh, directing. I, uh, again, nobody is more surprised by how much <laughs> I enjoyed No Time to Did you, right. So, obviously, I'd given away to you that I really liked it. Yeah. Did you think I would like the film this much completely? Um, yeah. Yeah, you did? Yeah. Was this like, watching it, were you like, oh, this is Tom's Bond? Absolutely, yeah. This was... Yeah, as you said, there, I, I knew in the cinema sat there that these are things that you wouldn't usually like, but you would love in this. Um, it, it's, it was <laughs> is that the... because... I'm a soulless, contradictory yeah. hypocrite. Yeah, there was a, there was a guy next to me with a, with a whole notepad the whole time. No, I was sat next to a bloody. It's they're called Karens, aren't they? Angry white women. Yeah. I was sat next to a fucking Karen who was annoyed that there were, the the cinema was full because of COVID. She was like, "We shouldn't be sat next to each other." Didn't wear a mask the whole time, so she clearly <laughs> isn't. So she clearly isn't that worried about COVID. Get us, get you, sort your life out, Missy. And then we're going to talk about the plot, and we're going to talk about the disease of it all. But a man very loudly uh, during after Ralph Fine said, "And it can carry whatever, and it can kill anybody." A man very loudly said, "Sounds familiar." Oh no, and no! Nobody, nobody laughed. It was so he clearly wanted a he clearly wanted a Rocky Horror. <laughs> But nobody laughed. <laughs> it was, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about how close. Well, it, it's not close to Corona at all. It's just a disease. <laughs> and it's not even a disease. It's nanobots. Nanobots on just Christmas. <laughs> Will's checking his phone. Um. So yes, they're in Jamaica, and uh, back to back. So then we meet Nomi properly. Yes. And she drops the uh, Jamaican um, accent and she goes, let's talk properly or whatever she says. <laughs> and um, I mean, we I know why, but it felt like the audience was against her. And when I say I know why, I know that we live in a bad world. <laughs> and I know that I was watching it in, um, a, you know, like a place... Not the most diverse crowd, let's just say, in the cinema. So I know, I'm not stupid. I know why nobody laughed at any of her jokes. And I know why everybody really laughed hard when uh, 
Bond <laughs> made a joke at her. Um, however, all of that removed, I thought, um, uh, Lashana Lynch, I'm getting that right? Yeah. So she was pretty great. I thought she was excellent. I thought, I don't think this is her performance. I think it's the writing. I think she was given one too many jokes that I don't think anybody could deliver. Like the running joke of double what? Like every time she did that, that, I, that was a that was one too many for me. It was I I liked that when they were going at it and in, into into the office. Oh um I think yeah, the it, 007, that 007. I really that woman needs to win be, best supporting actress this yeah. year. 007 needs to oh. if she's not nominated, <laughs> I will be oh. annoyed. That was I, yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Um, didn't enjoy it, what? I want, when she went 007. Seven? Yeah. No, 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 no. I thought it was very, I, I was, I'm no. being serious. Oh, yeah, oh, I did. really didn't like that. Oh, 007? It was like, oh, I've got this one line and there's a comma there just before the seven. So I really need to emphasize that. So I'm going to, I'm going to circle that in my script. No, it wouldn't be a comma. It would be an ellipsis. It wouldn't. Double O. Um, Seven. That would be a comma. You know, I feel... <laughs> Sorry, would... I've not as many scripts as you. Would that it were so simple. Um, would, would, no, would that it were so simple. I, uh, I would have enjoyed a 007 and they both turned their heads. One of those moments. I think that would have been fun. So you want fucking McFly. <laughs> you wanted that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, shot for shot as well. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess. I, I think they built that enough. I knew you two would get along. Um, okay, so yeah, so uh, okay, so we're in Jamaica. Um, yeah, so we meet Nomi. I, I, I'm pretty great. Uh, I liked the back and forth. Yeah. And um, I love the twist. I mean, we this was spoiled in the trailers and the minute somebody got a script and read that a black woman was going to be 007 and it immediately went to the news <laughs> and everyone was like oh, 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 oh no uh, so we knew that she was 007 however in the text of the film I loved get me 007 cut to again it's a simple cut thing and you cut to Daniel cut yeah. to Daniel it's a simple it thing it's a simple thing but all of these scenes end well and there are multiple good cuts. And I talked about it extensively in the Terms of Endearment episode and in the Silence of the Lambs episode. Every one of those cuts is perfect. Maybe little Bill's finding his next little girl right now. Cut to American Girl. Every one of those is ideal. Same with this. Obviously, you have sort of long, episodic action sequences that have to end eventually. But, like, even just... Burning oil rig, burning oil rig. Cut to the morning after, cut to him holding the cigar. Yeah. Wide shot, the boat. Cut to Aston Martin, uh, M's little bulldog. It's a, it's a simple thing that sometimes gets overlooked. Who, 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 who's allowed to speak to Blofeld? Cut to Madeline. Madeline, Madeline, Madeline. Um, <laughs> so much to talk to. Uh, uh, so much to talk to. We've only got forty minutes left. Jamaica. Um, obviously, yeah, Jamaica's great. Jamaica's great. Then we go to um, we meet the extended Spectre Ballroom, uh, the Spectre <laughs> Bongo Bongo Party. 
Um, I think this was where, especially with the eye and the, yeah. the three bald guys with the eye, this yeah. was where they fully leaned into old classic Bond. And I think yeah. it was early enough in the film where it could be fully enjoyable uh, yeah. without affecting the stakes of the second hour. Again, I think the term is masterfully done. Um, <laughs> and I, I completely fully loved it. Let's talk about Ana de Armas. Wow. Absolutely incredible. Um, you know, a long time that reunion. Well, he, that's that's how she got the role, I believe. She he put he put her forward, I believe. Oh, Daniel. Ah, oh. I just she is the abundance of charisma and likability, and you know, it was re- she is insane. <laughs> Three weeks training, did you say? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so excited. She is the most lovable. Goes without saying that she's sensationally attractive, but she is the most lovable and charismatic star we've got I, nowadays. I really want her to be a recurring character in future Bond films, please. I I think they might be able to do that. No, do you think? No, no, no. If we're doing clean slate without M and without Q, I don't. Again, we're going into the exact same conversations that we've had years after years after years after years, and Craig's been. Uh, slandered by fucking stupid headlines. Daniel Bond. Daniel Craig doesn't Daniel Craig doesn't want women uh, to be James Bond. Not what he said. It's so annoying. He said one of the most. You know, I don't want to pat the guy on the back for not being racist and sexist, but he said one of the most genuine and good things. One of any of these Bond actors. Again, I don't know if Sean Connery was approached. He would have said that more we need to make better roles for women and people of colour, not just make James Bond a pigeonhole uh, for other people to be in. I don't think Sean Connery would have been that <laughs> eloquent in his delivery. Um, and that's and I would l- much rather see Anna Diamas lead more films. We're getting blonde. Yeah. We're getting blonde soon. We're getting her as Marilyn. Very excited for that. Oh, I. Uh... The trailer for um, Spencer. I oh, yeah, Spencer came up. <laughs> I was very excited. They don't. I've... They don't. I think that's going to be. I think the trailer for Blonde is going to be a trailer for Spencer moment, where up until Spencer, everybody's like, "Christy Stewart's playing Diana," um, and I, actually. It's not that because nobody, I think everybody I've ever talked to who knows that Blonde is a movie is like, give me it now. I want Anna Diamonds <laughs> as Marilyn Monroe right now. Um, I believe Adrian Brody's playing Arthur Miller. Very exciting. Oh, bro. Oh, I also saw um, the uh, Wes Anderson trailer for the very first time. Oh. Uh, and me and Harry turned to each other and just did a big nod. It was very. Leah Cidu. Leah Cidu. Yes. Oh, it looks great. It looks great. It's very good. I maybe we should end on this point. No, well, I'll just say it now. I cannot wait for the rest of Daniel Craig's career. I know that he's immediately jumping into two more Knives Out movies, but I mean, everybody on the podcast knows I adore the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the 2011 remake. I think it's a perfect film, absolutely sensational, one of the best detectives. Yeah, Tintin too, I guess. Yeah, Tintin. Um, Logan Lucky as well. Very, yes. very good. Very good. Very funny. Hilarious. Um, 
I'm all for actual. Oh, Daniel. I love Daniel Craig. I love, love Daniel Craig. And I'm ve- you know what I'm very happy with? That um, he didn't s- slit his wrist with broken glass like he said he was going yeah. to. I would rather slit my wrist with broken glass than make another uh, Bond movie. And I'm so glad he did. Did not, rather. <laughs> and we got no time to die because yeah. as much as the ending of Spectre I, I was would, fine. I hated for the Craig era to end on Spectre. Yeah. Without a shadow of doubt, especially after rewatching Spectre. <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo, you are my brother. And Stavro Thomas Oberhauser. Fuck off. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Anna Diamond's absolutely sensational. Phenomenal action sequence. And again, this was kind of where, obviously, later on, and we talked about this a lot, bullets land on Bond. This was an action sequence where we where we could have a little bit of a removal of um, um, believability and have him, you know, yeah. get it. The suit never changes, and he can really just pop <laughs> everybody off. My favorite part was when he he passed the machine gun to Anna de Armas. <laughs> it's like a, a fluid motion straight away. Phenomenal. And then. When he gets thrown into the bar, the first thing he does when he gets up is pour himself another drink. drink. He has three drinks in there. <laughs> I'd be all over the place. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that. You could yeah. do you could do foot, a performance of Footloose. Never mind take down a take down an international organization. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I. I did have a feeling of, and obviously, obviously, I'm being ironic. Obviously. He um me we it doesn't work for the film because we need his relationship with Leah Sidu. But like back to back getting fake outs with the with, with him getting with him not getting laid. I was like, oh give him a break, give him, <laughs> give him something. <laughs> Nomi, Nomi was faking and uh, and Anna Davis wasn't faking, but she was like, oh let's get started. Don't you think we should talk to oh no, no, no. Again, so delightful, incredible, a smile to light a nation. Cannot wait for Deepwater whenever we get that movie, even though it's going to be very weird. Her and Ben Affleck having to do a marketing campaign. That's going to be very fun. <laughs> It'll be funny. It'll be the first time a marketing campaign happens uh, where um, Jennifer Jennifer Lopez is there also. It's like, and Jennifer, um, wait, are you in the film? No, but I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here to, Ben can't be without a doubt. <laughs> that will be very funny. Um, where are we? So we leave Jamaica. Then we immediately drop Obachev off back at the oil rig. Yes. Billy Slater dies. Very sad. Uh, Will, what's something I absolutely love? In general? Yeah. Meat. No, movies. In movies. Oh. Like in, in movies. What's something in this? Oh, op- weddings. No, water. No. I love oh, water. Oh. And... <laughs> <laughs> and and like filling water. Yeah, like, we got that. I yes. Yeah. Oh, the famous wedding scene where Felix like to get shot. Um, um I I thought there was because the, the cigar was in the car, and then he was like, Here, have one more sweat. I thought there was gonna be something significant about the cigar, like it was a bionic cigar that had a memory chip in, because he was insistent that Bond kept it. Now he was just it was just a nice gesture from a friend that he can't even bring himself to smoke. He 
can't even do it. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I also liked that, that it didn't cut to the lifeboat and he was just like, ah, oh, Felix. You know, like, Felix. Yeah, this one's for you, Felix. Because I, it's not what happened. He would, he would cradle that cigar and go, oh, fuck, he just died. Uh, it's nice to see Bond's just helpless. Yeah. There and, We're going to talk about him being helpless in my oh. maybe favourite moment of the entire film. Um, so then we go to back to MI6, a glorious return to MI6, meeting yeah. everybody again and, and all that and, and all the 007 that we talked about. Uh, meeting Q once more and face-to-face oh. with Q. It's wonder- cooking a wonderful little little dinner there with his hair. I didn't mean Q. We're going to talk about Q in a minute. I meant M. I meant M. Um, I meant. We desks. see an aged weathered M who's oh, yeah. so tense in his act. Oh, you're definitely thirsty today. <laughs> oh, the desk is the same. It's great. What a scene. Lovely. And also, I love that the the spy, like the truth of the spy world in it. Like, he's, he, he hates fucking Felix as a facade, and he's like, you know, I, the CIA, that was a blow, and, oh, yeah. I don't have any respect for Felix yeah. Leiter. And, um, no, sorry, I, I certainly wouldn't answer to Felix Leiter, but the minute he knows he's dead, we're all in the same world. That was a... I, have the, uh, you, I always had a lot of respect for Felix. Yeah. This is all just governmental shit. Yes, I know. Oh, great. Love finds in this. Love fans. I, I, this was one of the things I told you that we get our first f bomb, yeah, and uh, perfect for fines to per- right. Oh, for fuck's sake, just just that, like, the, because this I believe is the third movie in a row where Q and Money Penny have betrayed him, have gone yeah. behind his back <laughs> <laughs> to um to give Bond some information. Are you free for dinner? Uh, yeah, so we go and he's making a lovely dinner. That cat. I, that was another thing the old woman next to me said, oh, take that cat off the table, take that cat. Cat. And it runs upstairs and it appears back on the table again. No, he, I thought he had multiple cats. Oh, well, of course he does. You know, they come with fur nowadays. I thought yeah. that was funny, but I would have much preferred one to say, you know, that cats are fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, I absolutely uh, very much enjoyed. Uh, I, li- I like it. He kept uh, checking his watch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very good. I'm going to have to... Do you know where this has been? Everywhere, I could presume. <laughs> Into the sandbox it goes. <laughs> no, very, 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 very enjoyable. I also liked the whole thing of, like, accidentally killing all of Spectre. I thought that was just a really ingenious... Yeah. <sighs> Um, really ingenious thing. I guess it didn't have much weight because, after all, we've only known Spectre for half a movie. Uh, so it did kind of feel a little bit rushed. Um, that's another reason I think that we're going to have to do clean slates. Because obviously really, you've really killed. Spectre as a threat again. Because you've killed. Yeah, I don't think Spectre was ever Bond. introduced. You killed Sorry, so I've, I've jumped the gun there. Sorry. Yeah. James Bond finally gets to kill Blofeld. Yeah, well, technically. Yeah. Die, Blofeld, die. He's going to kill him. Get, get someone in there. Get someone in there. Get someone in there. Poor Rory. I'm not a good cop. Oh, never start with the head. You get all fussy. <laughs> um, yes. The uh, We then have the extended lecture sequence. Yes. At the, the Lawrence of Arabia arrival. It was great. I wanted it to get to the front and then go, ah, sorry, I forgot my keys. 
I, I, I wanted it to. One minute. It's getting stuck. One minute. What the hell is Rory Kinnear? What's happening? Goes, My name's Tanner. He goes, Gosh, no, you're not fooling anybody. He's completely as <laughs> bad as a sack of beast. How's that pig, Rory? He goes, That, was a, that wasn't this. That wasn't. Uh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. How's Adrian? Le- how's how's ruining Adrian Lester's Othello? Yes, that was a reference to the National Theatre production. Yes, I and that's the one I studied. Ooh, yes. war, war is all the time. Oh, it's no. very good. It, it was. Uh, I liked the the photography on the pool. Well, we've got thirty five minutes left. We're not going to talk <laughs> about the National Theatre production of Othello. You know how much I love Othello. Othello is definitely the best. Um, oh, of course, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, and even that it needs a cut. Uh, wonderful stuff. Um, and again, I thought they made Blofeld actually scary and actually effective yeah. this time around. Again, rewatching Spectre, very bland. How you've got multiple got screens. I have so many screens. Look at my screens. I'm your brother, James. Yeah, I've got iPads. I, I also hated the whole Lichif, Silva, Dominic Green. Remember him. <laughs> Because no one does. No, Dominic Green. Who's Dominic Green? Um, going just like you yeah. know, it removes the threat. If you rewatch the films, then it just said, "Well, what's the point?" It's and it, and it removes all of Silver's motivation. Yeah, all of Lashif's lack of motivation and just general business like. Yeah, I have to get this money. I really want the money. And I'm it <laughs> and it removes Dominic Green's. Desert Ho- hotel savings. <laughs> um, no, I, I um, it's oil and it's water. That was it. It was water, water all along. Oh, great! Fucking hell. Um, very, very, very well done. I loved Lizzie's performance and her scares. Um, let's get to, <laughs> we're flying through things out a little bit quicker. Um, daughter Matilda. 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 Oh, the slinky. I loved is I loved James Bond's love monologue. Mm. Again, mm. vulnerability, vulnerability, yeah. showing a different side to Bondy. He loves oh, and I wanted to say, I love you too, Daniel. I love you too, Daniel. And then I look, look incredible. And then da, 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 oh, da, da, da. <laughs> and then fucking Matilda. That's the last that was the last time James Bond ever had sex. Pull one out for my brother. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, no, I uh, poor poor Bond. Did they? I presume they have sex. Oh yeah, they they, they woke up. Um, with, with I, <laughs> there was no establishing shot that Leah Sidhu was in that kitchen, and I've been surprised both times that she's in that kitchen. Watching the apple. <laughs> because, like, the whole thing is like, oh, he's woken up early, and then I expected her to come downstairs and like, oh, you two are getting along. Yeah. And he goes, maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cut an apple. Um, but he just cuts, and she's then she's to there. Cut an apple with a gun. <laughs> How do you get the skin off? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be good. I think Q gave me something. You don't need any gadgets. Here's a knife. <laughs> I, I did expect the moment of like like flipping out a knife and doing something incredible with a knife and then going, sorry. 
I only like the pill. And then obviously, why is she chasing me? Why? She should be tracking Logan Ash. And then obviously that. Okay, let's talk about Forest Chase. Yes, there is. Will, Will's packing. <laughs> oh no, I'll just get some drugs out. I'm ill. Will sniffling. Um, yes, Forest Chase, again, very excellent. Why don't you help me out, brother? Why don't you help me out? I had a brother. Brutal death. Uh, but the lead up to that with like sort of winding the wires around the trees, he's on it. He's just one man on his own. He's protecting his family. Again, sort of the, we see Bond. We look at him and we're like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Of course, it's James Bond. He's got all of this skill and knowledge that for some reason we haven't seen before. And he just, he's on it. He's, he is the ultimate action hero. That's why I love the action in this film more than any other. And it's just incredibly well made. Um, and everything feels real. These yeah. are the two biggest things I always say. <laughs> and this movie has it. Has it in spades. Um, and you had it in spades. Uh, basically, he gets uh, Matilda and Madeline get uh, kidnapped. Um, by Safine. By Safine, Lucifer Safine. Um, at the end of the day, I'm going to now cut to my favourite part of the entire film. And it's uh, Nomi going, I'm coming with you. And Bond thank saying, you. thank you. Oh, because immediately oh. you just go, he's going to, no, I must do this on my own. I must do this on my own. This is my journey. This, and he goes, thank you. I need help. I'm, it's great. It's so good. Phenomenal. So good. Absolutely phenomenal. James Bond dies in this movie. And, I, and that thank you was, more so, that was the most surprised I was. Incredible piece of writing. Uh, and we get to our whole big finale, which we opened with, basically. We opened as we ended. Right, again, another... Sort of humming, harking back to the the, uh, the classic big Bond villain volcano esque base. We've got a whole island yeah. with the Soviet. Great, poison, I I, poison Island and production uh, design wise, I was very very happy. Yes, and uh, again, felt real. Mm. Felt very very. It very wasn't. Real. I built this place. No, you just you're using an old Soviet war base. You stupid In man. indisputed territories, which gives us even more tension because oh. Mallory's don't tell them anything yet. Just a, a, an incredible raising of tension and intensity, uh, which of course um, culminates the way it culminates. Uh, they put Madalina Medilda on the boat. Yes. Um, it's going to get cold out there. Wow. Mm. Wow. Okay. Right. So now let's go in depth on 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 this ending. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, what did you think Bond was going to die? I I thought well I didn't think he was going to die, but about to be honest, just after the energy Armas bit, I was thinking to myself, uh, I, as someone watching like the end of Craig, like thinking on, they're going to have to kill Bond. That I want them to kill Bond. They're going to have to do it. Mm. Genuinely, because I was thinking. Maybe I'm maybe I'm naive. I thought, oh, they'll never kill. How can they kill? But, uh, but not naive, not naive, cynical. They will yeah. never kill Bond. How could they? Even if, you know, Daniel mm. Craig, even if it's going to be somebody completely new next, you can't, how can you kill Bond? They're not going to kill Bond. Yeah. 
but which made... I, I was very thinking it from the the the, the idea that we're reaching mm. the the cray gear itself is such a tight story from start to finish i was thinking how are they going to go on from here they're going to have to kill him off but then his death did absolutely come as a shock i did, i thought he was going to get out of the base and then yeah i thought i thought yeah. like the eulogy even though we'd get him seem <laughs> fucking blown apart oh he always gets out does james oh my god um The yes, I um, uh, no, I I I thought it was just incredible, and I think this this is really the best part. That the staircase oh, yeah. one take, mm. phenomenal. Ah, showing him your watch cue. <laughs> yeah, my fa my fa my favorite part of the entire film, personally, was. On his way, so he's just flipped up all the switches, opens the, the doors, and he's off to see his family. And then uh, the nature of the architecture of the building, you've got this circular corridor, and he just turns around and does one final gun barrel. And I I loved that very much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah. Um, for absolutely... Um, I, I absolutely phenomenal. Um, again, and it comes out of nowhere, and yeah. it's a glorious surprise, and and it's not cringy or corny. It's, oh no, because we don't get the full. We just get da -da, <laughs> and then we, and then we straight in. Yeah. Um, so then, we, yeah, he does that. It's going to be an intricate closing system, and you have to. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck up, like, you. Yeah, save my daughter, and then um, and then obviously he runs down, and you're like, and then at that point, I right. thought he's gonna we're gonna blow it all up, and then because I had no eye on the time, and again I didn't feel like it was too yeah, long no. at all, and I at thought, all. oh, the ending, the final shootout is gonna be on one of these sails boats. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get out, blow up the island, is gonna go. Sorry about that, Safin. I had to uh, <laughs> shut down your factory on on the boat, or some. And then the the next thing was going to be on this sales boat. I'm afraid there's been a strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Get me on the writing team. Get, get get five more people on the writing team. <laughs> Oh, that was, that was one of my best. That's probably the best moment of your life, and that's going to be that's pretty sad. Um. It's all downhill from here. Let's just be honest. Um, no, I've, I've absolutely phenomenal. Um, not just that you're not just you then. Uh, yeah. And then suddenly, well, no, no, he finds Dodo first. And oh, I thought, oh, and then again, going to back to it. Yeah. Oh, Dodo. And then, and you know what I loved? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up now. <laughs> it wasn't just like, because you could have very easily done the James Bond, like you could have had another joke there going, oh, you're, oh, come on. But no, 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 yeah. no. And he runs up and then Malik's there. And I loved that it's, he's on full over the top villain mode and yeah. he's doing this whole, you will never be together. 
and you will, and then you made you, me do this. You made me do this. We both love Madeline. And then I just love that you just fucking shoot some dead. Yeah, hey, brutal. It's, it, oh, it's good. We talked about this before. Yeah. One of my favorite things is people knowing they're gonna die. Uh, that's pretty dark. In movies, <laughs> in movies that that like the whole "I know I'm gonna die" thing, I think is a big, is a very powerful thing when done well. Uh, and we talked about it all before, and uh, then, yeah, James Bond gets blown apart by multiple, multiple missiles. Um, well, wow. And then we have a eulogy. And then I want to tell you the story of a man named James Bond. Maybe step too far but by that time i you are so in oh and then and then louie i said that you could send me three gifts instead of actually telling me how you felt because i wanted to save it for the podcast and you sent louie leah Sidu, and what was the third one it was uh, a big old cringy face and that was just for the uh, do you know what time it is? Oh, so you expect? No, I thought that was supposed to be like, oh, my mind just exploded because oh, no, I died. Was yeah, but also, yeah, blowing up. What? Oh, uh, do you know what my words were? Um, I I turned to Harry and I went, "It's the last one. It's the last James Bond. They've killed James. It's the last one. It's the it's the last one." It's the last one. Dan, 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 Dan. Dan. Yeah. And then, and then I'm crying all the way through the credits. And then, of course, James Bond will return comes up. And at that point, excuse me, sir, we'd like to give you this uh, free ticket on behalf of uh, View. <laughs> you don't understand, James. <laughs> you're you're going to put me through that again. Um, no, the I think, no, I never thought that it was going to be the final James Bond. No. Oh, no. Because, like, in two yeah. years, we're going to get the announcement. Tom Hardy, whatever, Idris Elba, whatever. I want, I want Luke Evans personally. Yeah, I could see that. It's a bit. Oh no, I guess, I guess Craig bulks out sometimes. He's on like full bulk, like Gaston muscle currently. Yeah. He's a bit butch. Oh yeah, he's on full muscle bound. Luke Evans. Um. Ah, yeah. Again, like Luke Evans as an actor, I wouldn't decline. Yeah. I think. I think. You forgetting though, how old was Craig when he started? We, I think that the Bond that we're going to get can't be an Idris Elba. I'm all for an because, frankly, we've just had old withered Bond, yeah. And I don't think you can do that better for a while. For instance, and it, wor- it works because he was out of action. He was Commander Bond, and it yeah. was more of this character looking at his family. Going back into having yeah. being brought back into the yeah. next, I want I want a young a young Bond going on some no. fun adventures, maybe flying a little jet. I'm, I'm I'm all for hamming the next one up as much as possible. Casting me as Bond. Oh, I, I sorry. I think I'd be a good villain if you. Uh, here we are, guys. It's get. <laughs> you never know. I could bulk up. I've got an exercise bike I use. Yeah. I, I could be a good cue. Yes. 
that's yeah, that's that was my yeah, that was my first one. <laughs> yeah. Um well I, I I anything left to say about no time to die. Um I I can only say this multiple, multiple more times. Nobody is more surprised than me by how much I completely, genuinely, sincerely enjoyed this film. Um absolutely wonderful. I'll be seeing it. Most likely twice more um, in the cinemas. Um, Definitely. Three times in total for me. Oh, I mean, we're going to have Venom 2 uh, going soon, so maybe Venom's great, and I have to watch that multiple times instead. Did you enjoy the first one? No. no. Not at all. Not no. at all. And I've seen the trailer for Venom 2 now approximately 12 times. I'm not a crazy man. People love serial killers. I want to eat everybody. Oh, Jesus. I'll let you eat everyone. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a red one. <laughs> oh, where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? Oh, that is a red one. I am not in on Venom. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe it's the next Pulp Fiction. Venom 2. Let there be carnage. Sure, when the trailers for Lawrence of Arabia came out and they said, What's your term in Lawrence? How do you think we'll win this war? He goes, By eating everybody. I'm sure people thought that movie's not going to be good. And then, yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> James Bond. James Bond. Um, let's, let's just talk about. For our final word, Craig, from beginning to start, and I'd just like to personally say thank, thank you. you. <laughs> it's been it's been the greatest ten or so years of my life. 20, 20, 50, 16, 16 years. Wow. <laughs> um, I think the old adage is that your favourite Bond is the one that you grew up on. Yes. People say that all the time. However, uh, these Casino Royale and Skyfall and No Time to Die, I think very easily could go up against. You look at the Connery Bonds now, and they are very, very enjoyable, but really, from Russia with Love and Goldfinger are the only ones that are like, Excellent. From Russia with Love. It's great. Yeah, from, from Russia with Love. Actually, I'm being kind to Goldfinger. From Russia with Love is probably the only one that's excellent. I live, I like Live and Let Die, personally. Well, that's Roger Moore. This is Roger Moore. Roger Moore speaking. Hello, Alan. <laughs> Played by the voice of Steve Steve <laughs> Very noticeably. Yeah. Oh, looks like he's not coming then. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Keep your distance. Keep your distance. Um, <laughs> but yes, yes. I I think um, everyone involved in the, the Craig era should be very proud of the mark that they left on the Bond world. And in fact, the movie world. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Sorry for spoiling the entire film. No, uh, we said spoilers. We did. We did. Um, I Yeah, no, I thought this was phenomenal. Um, yeah, probably, definitely my favourite Bond. 
I, I, I don't know how, again, may, as, as the days go by, I will end up having more conversations with people who didn't like this movie. But I, I, it's really like, again, people have their own opinions. But the Ava conversation yesterday, she, she, where she was talking about Spectre so warmly, I, I, I won't say I was baffled, but I was taken aback. So you enjoy it really this much? Oh, yes. And there we go. Uh, no Time to Die. Absolutely phenomenal. What do you think the next movie we have to do an emergency podcast will be? It's not going to be Licorice Pizza because you've not seen a fucking Paul Thomas Anderson movie ever. Um, I think it'll be Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a green one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we have to do both the Ghostbusters movies. Do you do you love anything strange? Do you do you love Ghostbusters as much as I do? Because that I I, that is like that is like a perfect movie. Ghostbusters two is also good. Is is fine. It's not. (laughs) I think Ghostbusters is an absolute perfect film. Obviously, we're not saying cats and dogs living together. Dickless here. Let it let let everybody loose. (laughs) Is this true? It's true. This man has no dick. It's great. This meal represents the last of the pedicure. I, I, we need to stop attacking. Will, Will's got university, a real thing in life. I've got to sit alone and watch fucking <laughs> There's Something About Mary on Blu ray. Yippee! Da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-da.